It's that time of the month. Ah, yes, you're listening to the monthly at Winifred's. Here is a Fulia. Here's a Kendall. Yes, we're back. Yes. Again. We are. We're still here. We never left. <laughs> it's like we never left. Like we never left. <laughs> it is the end of November. Yep. Oh my goodness, there's one more month in 2022. <laughs> Only one more month. Wow. Wow. This is crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Getting old. I know, right? I don't oh, like it. Jeez. Time is... Yep. <laughs> Moving fast. Exactly. Kendall, what have you been up to the last, pa- last month? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, let's get out of this... Um, <laughs> Potentially deep and existential thoughts um, that we're having. Um, me, my month, my goodness. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot. It's fine. Not a lot. The highlight would have to be uh, the Radio Dada after party. Yes. Uh, so much fun. Yes. We, we uh, cast and crew, went to Graysland. Oh. Down. Uh, so yum. Whatever suburb you'd call that. What's it? Uh, I believe that's Spotswood. Spotswood. Yes. I keep wanting to say like Williamstown, but it's not. Uh, Williams- it's sort of in that direction. It's close to, it's on the way to Williamstown. Yeah, it's under the Westgate Bridge. Yes, yeah, literally under the bridge. You can yeah. see the, the you, you drive under the bridge to get there. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that was great. That I'm, I can't wait to go back. Me too. There yeah. is so many food stalls that I really want to try that I didn't get a chance to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like it's definitely a must go back at least once a month to try everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We were spoiled for choice, like unbelievably spoiled for choice. So I agree. Yeah. And yeah, I had, I had pleasant food comas afterwards and what did, what did I have? I had a, I had a pretzel and, uh, some French cheese over potatoes. Yes. Yeah. That was very nice. I'm going to see if I can find the name of the thing we're talking about. Yeah. Because it was so good. Yeah. I've, I've forgotten um, it was delicious. And, uh, yeah. And then I think I spoiled myself. I had two bubble teas cause it was really warm that day. Yes. And oh, yeah. So I, I ended up, you know, have treating myself to two lychee bubble teas. Oh, the bubble tea was amazing. It was really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, yeah. So highly recommend Graceland. Oh yeah. We did dessert as well. Yes, we did. Um, I think I just had gelato, but it was, no- it was lovely gelato. That I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, yeah, there is you know, cuisine from all over the world, um, you know, at that place. I don't think there's a country untouched. Um, yes. Yeah. Raclette. Raclette. Is what we had. Oh. It's a French dish. C'est magnifique. <laughs> ah, it was just absolutely delicious so yes. essentially it's like just a, like a layer of potato yeah and then they pour some camembert like melted, melted cam- camembert, camembert cheese over the top camembert with with um some extra toppings of oh. your choice and oh my goodness it Mon was Dieu. Oof. yum <laughs> the best thing i loved it delicious yeah. yeah it was it was it was beautiful mm. um highly recommend that um yeah so Graceland, fantastic and we had a great time 
uh, reminiscing on the season, the debut season of Radio Dada. Yes. Uh, courtesy of Writer's Block Theatre. Um, Yay! What a privilege to be a part of and amongst so many wonderful artists. Yes, 100%. Um, bringing that comedy to life. Uh, I can't wait to get to do it again. Mm, me watch, too. Watch this space. Yes. Eventually we will. Uh, yeah, so that was the highlight of the month. And then apart from that, I pretty much just watched a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, Black Panther came out. Yeah. So, yeah, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is out in the world. I've seen it twice already, of course I have. Is anyone surprised? No. <laughs> Probably going to go one more time. Um, that was amazing and emotional. Very emotional. I've cried a lot. That movie made me cry so much. I knew. I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. And I'm not disappointed. But mm. I just, yeah, wow. The feels. Um, yeah, really good movie. One of the best of the fourth phase of the MCU. Yeah. I think. Good and, uh, and good. a great way to end. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Well said. Yes. <laughs> a great way to end it. Um, that is for sure. So that was freaking awesome. Um, what else did I watch in November that I, sh- I could mention? Uh, well, Andor finished, but yes. if, if you want to hear our thoughts on Andor, please go listen to a podcast called Fred. Yes. Because we go very deep in to each episode yep. on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a fantastic first season. I loved Andor. Yeah. Definitely just, it's so different compared to all the other Star Wars, um, you know, properties that we have seen. Oh yeah. And I just, I loved the fact that it was just a lot of drama and a little bit of action mm-hmm. and man, like you, you get a little bit emotional um, yeah, it had everything yeah. you needed, uh, without the, without the stereotypical Star, Star Wars stuff like Jedis and stuff. Yeah. Well, I was even thinking earlier, like, um, there's, I don't think they mentioned the word Jedi once. No, nah, I don't think so either. No, nah, I don't think so. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't think they even mentioned the, um, the, like even in the, in, in the empire who's actually like Darth Vader or anything like that. Darth Vader was not mentioned. The Emperor was. The Emperor was. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no mention of any Skywalker. No. Not even, um, yeah, not even Leia or, Mm. you know, anything. It was very well done. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really cool. So please check out Andor if you enjoy not just Star Wars, but good television. Yes. It definitely worth yeah. definitely worth a watch it really is yeah it really really is uh, a couple other highlights of things that i watched um the weird al yankovic biopic <laughs> weird that was uh that was absolutely phenomenal i can't wait to watch that again speaking uh, of weird al he's coming to australia he next year is he just announced a tour and i'm fucking broke <laughs> oh no i mean i could make it happen but I probably shouldn't, considering he's coming in March. They're all coming in February and March, Fulia. I know. Everyone's coming. I have so many gigs. It's it's insane. It's it's comedy festival time. It's just before comedy festival. Just before, around that time. And it's also because it's warmer weather, too. I know. People to go out. Yeah, no, it's it's it makes it's a good time of year. It makes mm. sense. It makes sense. Listen to me and my first world problems. Too many concerts. <laughs> it's just too many. Too much. Oh my god. Must be Stop. nice. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Well, I feel like, you know, they're probably just making up for two years of not being able to come. Yeah, that's true. And all all of a sudden was, a lot of my favourites. I was contemplating on going to um Oh my goodness. 
I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Stand up comedian? No, singer. Holy crap. Oh. Legend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rocket Man. Elton John. Elton John. What the hell did that name elude me? Wow. Where did it go? Brain, what is wrong with you? Yep. Um, <laughs> I was contemplating going to Elton John, but I'm also going to Canada in March. You are. I need to save my money. You do. <laughs> but that's the only time. This is the last time he's going to do a tour. It's it's the it's it, it. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This ain't no... And I've never seen Elton John, John in... I've never seen no Elton John concerts ever. Me either. But I was want like I was I was interested in going because you know if this is the time to see it. I mean now. Now would be a great. Obviously, yeah. Because I'm never gonna see it again. But I just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Is what it is. I mean, I'm okay with not having seen him. My parents have seen him a few times, but yeah, yeah. Mm. It'll be good. Yeah, for those who go. Yeah, Marie will give us all the reviews. Oh, good. Marie, <laughs> we count on you for your Elton John review. Um, but anyway, Weird was really good. Yes. I laughed my ass off. I thought it was very funny. Um, <laughs> and apparently I should watch it. You, you should. It's <laughs> fucking hysterical. Daniel Radcliffe, man. 10 out of 10. 10 out of bloody 10. Uh, I also started watching The Legend of Korra, um, the sequel series, um, spinoff. Uh, following Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very different. But very good. Yeah. I'm enjoying that a lot as well. Um, and here's a thing I didn't mention on um podcast called Fred. I watched a movie called The Goodness on Netflix. Um, and that is based on a true story about one of America's most prolific serial killers. Oh, fun times. Yeah. I love my true crime. Um, <laughs> basically, it's Eddie Redmayne who plays said killer, mm-hmm. uh, who is a nurse who, um, uh, spoilers for the good nurse, um, you know, for something that happened 20 years ago. Anyway, um, basically, he injects uh, insulin into IV bags. Mm. Uh, saline drip bags. Yep. And that, and the insulin ends up killing the patients. Oh. So must be a high dosage of insulin. Oh, I don't know if it's a high dosage, but it's the way it's introduced into the system. Maybe. I think. I don't know. They explained it in the movie. And this is a, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. But that's how he killed them. So, like, he could get away with killing them. Well, quote, unquote, get away with killing them and not, you know, no evidence, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, and Jessica Chastain plays the nurse who befriends him because he moves around from hospital to hospital because he can't, because he's smart enough to know that if he sticks around and people start dying, then it's going to be suspicious. So he moves around from hospital to hospital. And I was going to um, say, even moving around would be sus too, wouldn't it? It would, but the hospitals did nothing about it. Uh-huh. It made me very angry. Uh. Um, but yeah, he goes to this new hospital and Jessica Chastain is this nurse who, um, has her own series of issues, which are, were really harrowing to kind of watch. She's like this woman in her forties. Who's a nurse and support a single mother supporting her kids. And she has a, um, debilitating heart condition that requires a transplant and she doesn't have health insurance and she works as a nurse yay america wow yeah, i know it's good um and so yeah she befriends eddie redmayne's um nurse character who is very unassuming you would not he's the typical oh they're not they're they're not weird or anything then mm. it's just he's he's normal he's nice he's friendly he's charming yeah and they become friends and then she figures out what he's done okay 
and she has to kind of help bring him in essentially yeah uh very good movie i liked it a lot okay i I highly recommend if you're interested in true stories true crime or just brilliant performances from eddie and jessica i mean i watch them do anything especially jessica chastain so so you would definitely say that uh seeing eddie outside of the harry potter verse (laughs) he's actually done a really good job with this role oh yeah yeah he's phenomenal I mean, I mean, he's an Oscar-winning actor. Of course. So, yeah, he is great. Yeah, um, but yeah, I haven't seen him play something other than Newt Scamander for a mm. while. So um, it is hard to kind of shake that off at okay. first when you're watching it because it's like, even though he looks different because he doesn't have the whole Newt about him. Yeah, yeah. But and he's playing an American, and it's you know. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. The accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the accent's different. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, he's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so check out The Good Nurse on Netflix. Okay. Has- hashtag not sponsored. I probably won't. <laughs> I don't think you will. So I don't think it's a Folia movie. Yeah. It is a very good movie, but okay. it's definitely not a Folia movie. Nope. Um, but anyway, I think those are the main highlights of my November. Okay. What about you, Folia? Uh, so I, I probably did a teeny bit more. <laughs> good. In my November. Someone's living. <laughs> not as much. Okay. Uh, apart from uh, working... Um, oh yes, working. Yeah, yes. well, I didn't want to mention that, but no. here we are. Yes, well, mm. I'm just gonna let it pass. <laughs> yes. um, I uh, like you attended the Radio Data after party. Oh yeah, it was really good. Yes, much full after that uh, day. Very full. Uh, so what did I have? I had a raclette as well. You had a raclette as well. I also ended up having. Um, I forget the other thing you got. Oh, what was it? Oh, pierogi. Yes, you had some pierogi. I had some pierogi. It was very delicious. Yeah. Um, and for dessert, uh, I ended up having a cronut, I think it is. Yes. No. Yes? No. No, 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 no. Oh, it was a... It, it's a donut cone yeah. uh, with ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. I forgot the name of the I actual don't know if it's a cronut or not. thing. It's not a cronut because that's a croissant cronut. donut. Oh, sure. It's... Yes. Okay, right. Um, don't... Anyway, uh, if, if you if you can imagine donut. donut donut in the shape of a cone, yep, just it's covered easy. in cinnamon sugar, yep, filled with cake and cream and ice it cream and like a walking diabetes. Oh my gosh, it was indulgent, <laughs> but it was very delicious. Yeah. I had a bubble tea flavored one. It was a brown oh, sugar wow. bubble tea flavor. That's it had cool. the um, the brown. It had the, uh, the the pearls, the tapioca pearls. Mm-hmm. It was and that was kind of my big go to as to why I went for it because <laughs> it had the tapioca pearls and I love that stuff. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and speaking of bubble tea, I also had a bubble tea you along did. with you, Kendall. You did. Uh, and it, I ended up having a. I believe it was a mango. Yeah, I think bubble you got. You know, yeah, I think you got mango. Yes, I got a mango bubble tea with the with the rainbow jelly. Yeah, um, and it, I, it was very refreshing. It was, so refreshing, uh, it was uh, especially so nice. on the on the day that we went because it was actually quite warm. It was very warm, lovely. Uh, yes, it was a really nice day. I also bought a hat because I was afraid for my face. <laughs> fair but also interesting given your complexion you i feel like i should be more panicked considering i'm pale like a 
ghost. True. Uh, but even though my complexion is of Mediterranean blend, uh, I <laughs> blend. I still, that. I still end up getting burnt. Okay. Which I don't like. No. Um, no one likes getting yeah. burnt. And not to mention, you know, the the heat getting into my head when I I am, oh yeah I, am I was prone. feeling my scalp burn. Yeah, I am burn. prone to headaches and sunstroke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. having a hat is the best idea. Although Good. I didn't have a hat that was appropriate for me to wear to said uh event because the hats that i have are either nice to wear when it's cold like beanies my fedora is made of felt so mm-hmm. I could, that was going to be too hot way too hot uh and i had i had like baseball caps but nah they they weren't going with what i was wearing wasn't the vibe <laughs> wasn't the vibe so i ended up uh, there was a store there that was selling bucket hats. Yeah. And I had a little peruse and just found a nice simple bucket hat that actually re- um, goes inside out as well. It was reversible. Is, yeah, it was really cool. And um, I was very happy with my purchase and I'll probably end up wearing it more often when, when it actually warms up. Lovely. Uh, so, yeah, that's that was that was my fun times at Radio Dada's after party. Um, and we thank... Uh, Philip and Wayne uh, yes. for that. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Yes. Um, another thing that I ended up doing at the start of the month was I got to see Hamilton. Yeah. Finally. And Amazing. my goodness, uh, what a performance, what a show. Absolutely amazing. I've seen the Disney Plus um, filmed version, loved it, but seeing it, in person is a whole other experience it is is. and i was i was just in awe of the actors um and i just enjoyed the whole show yeah it was so good it's very good our australian actors did a great job very with the much. performance. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not all Australian. I think they were like some Kiwis as well. I have no idea. Maybe may in one or two. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just did a phenomenal job. And my goodness, like mm-hmm. it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Brilliant um, stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, got to watch Black Panther uh, when it first released. Uh, very emotional. Cried. Uh, mostly at the end for me uh, when I when I saw it. So um, yep. But it it was like it was hitting the heartstrings in the middle as well. <laughs> there was a lot going on. There's a lot of emotion. There was a lot going on in that movie. Uh, and then the other thing that I also watched uh, was a Netflix movie called Slumberland with Jason Momoa. And my goodness, that is also it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but it's also emotional. Mm. Makes you think a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is definitely worth watching. Cool. Yes. Good for the family. Good for the soul. Very wholesome. Um, and yeah, it just, I didn't think that the movie was going to go in the direction that it did. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of Netflix, speaking of Netflix, (laughs) today's topic that we will be chatting about, uh, is of course, None other than season five of The Crown. Yep. My goodness, what <laughs> what a season. What a season. Whew. It's done. I know. 
I managed to binge <laughs> through the last few episodes uh, last night at the time of recording. Oh, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> I was like, I still need to catch up. Holy crap. Uh, but managed to finish it off. Um, and wow. There was, wow. There was a lot in there that I did not know about. Oh, yeah? Lots. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Fifth <laughs> season. This is the penultimate season of The Crown. Mm. Um, only one more to go now. Mm. We are rapidly approaching present day. Um, but here we are finally entering a time uh, of the royal family that uh, we are most familiar with. Yes. Um, because we were alive when this stuff happened. Or at least most of it. Well, well, all of it. All of it? it takes place in the 90s. Sorry, I was thinking of last season. Yes. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, we were growing up in the 90s. We were kids. So, you know, not a lot of it. I don't think we remember. No, I would say it's probably fair not to too say. Much. I do remember certain things um, in this, but I don't remember all of it. No. Um, but yeah, crazy times, crazy times. I just, just as to, before we get into it, just remember watching the trailer and thinking this is going to be very soap opery, and I was not wrong. No, you weren't. <laughs> it's very heavy on the drama uh, and the kind of just, I don't know, what the melo- melodrama even. Like yeah. It, there's a lot going on in terms of like just family drama, relationship drama, spectacle in that sense. Um, not so much, like very different from previous seasons, I think, in terms of like how much it delves into the politics of the time and mm. how much um, kind of major historical events, I suppose, take place. I mean, you know, I suppose one of the biggest events of of season five uh, outside of the, the tabloid drama would be probably the, the Annas Oribilis, uh, and that speech, um, which they changed for the show. I don't know if you know, Fulia, they changed the speech. Okay. <laughs> and not a lot of people are happy about it. Okay. <laughs> it starts the same as okay. the real speech. Yep. But then the rest of the speech we hear where, uh, Elizabeth goes on to, uh, thank her family for their, you know, due diligence and their sacrifices and everything. All mm. this that never happened. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she didn't do that. Um, I found that fascinating. I wow, that was yeah, really interesting. Um, but anyway, overall, it uh, it was a thoroughly enjoyable and entertaining season. Mm. Um, do you have any initial thoughts before we dive in? Uh, yeah, no, I I totally agree with this particular season. Uh, being more heavy on the family drama than it was about the political drama mm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really interesting. But I suppose that probably was the only real thing that was publicized um, uh, that we really knew about because a lot of the political stuff that happened during the 90s, it probably wasn't as bad as it was in the past. Maybe, yeah. I mean... That I can remember. I mean, neither of us are very... Um, proficient in politics. No. Especially politics from when we were, you know, in primary school. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, I mean, I remember Tony Blair getting elected. And yeah, same. Ha- a, kind of a big deal it was because he was so young and it was, you know, the first time the Labour Party getting, you know, the more left side, I suppose, of Britain mm. getting back in to, you know, 
Downing Street. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, mm, I was going to say something I've forgotten already. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it was, a, it was a really good season. It was very heavy on the Diana Charles relationship. No surprises there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, I think the only thing that I really remember about, I don't think I remember too much about the news of their divorce. Um, maybe vaguely. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that I can't, I can't remember if I knew about the divorce, like, or like remember about the divorce from when I was a kid, like watching it mm. unfold or if I just have memories of being older and watching stuff about it yeah do you know what i mean you know yes, what that, yes. that thing is where like you can't you don't know what's a memory and what's you know or an actual like an actual lived memory or yeah. implanted one from when you were older Mm-mm. yeah i don't remember too much about like i had no idea that they i think yeah i don't think i ever remembered the divorce okay being like I maybe I don't know. We may have been a bit too young to remember that sort of stuff. But the only thing I remember knowing about the divorce, I think, was uh, Diana's relationship with Dodi uh, Fayed, which doesn't happen this season. Um, right. That starts next season. That's going to be next season. Um, but they're building up to that. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's I remember. I remember looking at photos in magazines when I was a kid, maybe when I, mum, mum would have been at the hairdressers or something and I'm, you know, a kid and I'm bored. Um, and I remember seeing photos of Diana, like, you know, on a, on a yacht somewhere tropical or whatever with, um, or Mediterranean with, yeah. with Dodie and whatever, Okay. which they hinted at the end of the season. I was like, Oh, that's that thing. I know. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Lots of Charles and Diana. Yes, definitely. A lot of, a lot of Charles and Diana. Like mm. I, don't think I remember too much about the um, Camilla of it all. Um, I remember. Then. I remember hating Camilla when I was a kid. I was told to hate Camilla. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't really understand what was going on um, mm. as an adult. I still, it's I've, I look. I I don't hate her, and I don't. I I don't dislike her as much as I used to because now I kind of know the more the bigger picture Mm. but i i just i think it's just i feel bad for diana and i kind of i think charles is more the villain in the Mm. in the story sort of yeah that's kind of how i see it anyway Mm. but then again even it's hard to fully hate charles as well in the situation it's it was more not to go completely into the fucking love triangle Mm. but like it was I, i to me the way i take it is it was more the institution, you know, yes, it was more the fact that um, he couldn't be with Camilla officially because of who he was and because of who she was. Yes, uh, in terms of you know the fact that she was already married, um, and and that so yeah, um, and that basically prevented Charles from being with her. And then if that had gone ahead, that would have spared Diana. Literally spared her. I mean, yeah, full exactly, stop. exactly. Full stop. So yeah, it's all very sad. I had no idea how old she was. Who? Camilla. Camilla. Yeah, she's older than Charles. Isn't yeah, she? yeah. Like we found out that she was turning fifty. Oh, in this show. Yes. Oh wow. She was having her fiftieth birthday party being planned. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, and yeah, and Charles would have been in his forties. Yeah, I would imagine because Diana was in her thirties in the nineties. Mm. Yeah, and because he's older than Diana as well. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I guess I missed that part, <laughs> or I forgot about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it was it was overall I really enjoyed the season. Okay. Um, that's, that's sort of the the main thing that I got out of this. It's just yeah, there was just a lot of relationship issues. <laughs> a lot of relationship issues. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reflects the way the '90s went for the the monarchy in a nice like kind of way of just because it was crazy for them with like the tabloids mm. and. Like the British media were relent- relentless, yeah. especially when it came to Diana. But um, just the way the Crown kind of portrays this soap opera type stuff that is, seems to be a reflection of the way the media portrayed it at the time, I think. Yeah. So it all, yeah, it all kind of works. Um, but yeah, let's uh, get into it a bit deeper. Yes. Um, so this is uh, our fifth season. This is our third cast yes. of characters. Um, so let's let's go through the main players. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we must start with uh, Queen Elizabeth II, as played here wonderfully by Melda Staunton. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes. Very different take on uh, the character, uh, the real-life person, um, as compared to um, Olivia Coleman and then Claire Foy before her. Yeah. Um, speaking of Claire Foy, I just got to say they should just br- keep bringing her back every year because she was she introduced this the show. She yes. was right at the start. You know the uh, the um, bloody um, what is it called? Dedication. It's got a word. There's a name. Someone's yelling it at me right now. <laughs> The dedication of the Britannia, the ship at the start. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, so she's there for that. And and then they transition to, quote unquote, present day mm. um, Elizabeth as Imelda. Um, and just a stark reminder of the fact of, you know, she's old. Yeah. She's entering her, her 70s uh, now, um, approaching her 70s. And, uh, yeah, things have changed. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the callbacks to the Claire Foy yeah. of, um, Queen Elizabeth. And it was, um, it's really nice to, to like start off the season that way as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, I think it's a nice way to kind of a kind of pay homage to, um, to Claire's wonderful performance, mm. um, as, as Queen Elizabeth, um, but also kind of ease the character like, sorry, ease the audience in to the new actress playing, yes. uh, playing the queen. They did this, a similar thing, you know, when Olivia Coleman started in season three with the unveiling of the new portrait and everything. Mm. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Imelda's um, performance. I feel like this season feels more like an ensemble cast or an ens- like the, the, the main roles are kind of feel... M- all shared like previous seasons it's felt to me that elizabeth is is the main character but this is the one season i think where she's still the main character i but like barely though yeah i don't know if you felt the same way um but i but regardless of that fact i yeah i i enjoyed watching her i thought she did a lovely lovely job uh embodied 
the queen very well. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't really have any complaints. To no, yeah. I, I don't have any complaints either. Imelda did a wonderful job playing Queen Elizabeth. Um, it, I just, I managed to not think about Harry Potter when I thought, <laughs> when I saw her as the queen. Um, yeah. I just, I made sure of it. I'm like, brain, Same. put that away. That is a different character. Yeah. This is a real life person that she's portraying. <laughs> yes. And it helps that she has like a completely different demeanor here. Yes. And different, different hair and all of this. I didn't have that problem. Apparently a lot of people on, in, on the internet had that problem. Yeah. No, I, uh, I didn't have that problem either. I no. think after the, after the first episode had finished, I was just like, okay, no, I see her being a queen here. Yeah. yeah. I was sold immediately. Yeah. Same. Yeah. She nailed the voice and her mannerisms and just the, her, the way she carries herself. Yeah, the posture of it all, and yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a great job. She did a very good job. Yeah. Um, then we had a Jonathan Price as uh, Prince Philip. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of him. He's a supremely talented actor. Um, I remember being introduced to him um, with uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. Uh, James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the villain mm-hmm. of that of that Bond piece. Uh, really enjoy his his performance in that, and then yeah, and then of course he was in Game of Thrones as well. But um, and the two popes, where he got an Oscar nomination for his performance. Um, so yeah, I I love Jonathan Price. I think he's fantastic. So he was awesome as Prince Philip. He definitely carried the work through uh, from Matt Smith to um, Tobias Menzies, and now. Jonathan Price. Yes. I think he yeah, nailed it. Completely nailed it. That the this essence of Philip as, you know, the Queen's husband and like wanting to do his own thing. Maybe he's unfaithful, maybe he's not. We don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> very cheeky. Yeah. But but also very steeped in tradition. Uh, and, yes. and and whatnot. Yeah. What did you think of Jonathan Price? Oh, he did a wonderful job. I really loved his performance as Prince Philip. Um, just the the way he like the mannerisms of 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 it all. And yeah, no, he he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't particularly remember. My memory's crap when it comes to remembering actors in other movies and shows. That's, that's, so. that's why I do podcasting. Yes, that's, that's why I do it with you. That's why I'm here. Because I know shit. You remember better than I do. For some reason. My brain retains it. Don't ask me why. Uh, but yes, no, I really loved his performance as Prince Philip. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see him in the next season. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things about Prince Philip that I didn't know about. Um, especially the, um, the, what's that horse, uh, and cart. The, oh, the carriage, the carriage driving. driving sort of like races that he's been yeah. in and stuff. I didn't know he I did that. I didn't know he did that either. That was crazy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice hobby to have. Yeah, it really can, is. You can afford to have it. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I mean the, um, the fact that he, uh, he has now come to the point being married to the queen, that he now understands what it is to be the partner of royalty. Yeah. Um, and so he upholds all of the, the, the laws and the traditions of it all. 
and tries to pass it on to the younger generation. Um, and he's also I, I like I also like the fact that Prince Philip was there to help out um, a, a friend in need who mm. was also in mourning as well. Um, yeah, that was an interesting storyline, and I didn't know about that whole thing mm. with Penny Natchbull and yeah. those family friends of the Windsors. I had n- never heard about it before. No, neither have I. Yeah. Um, so seeing that episode sort of pan out, uh, it was just, it was really nice. Um, I didn't have any sort of bad thoughts about Prince Philip being, you know, a two timer of any kind. <laughs> no, uh, I, I didn't think so either. I think it was more so the fact that, uh, he, I think he was being more of a father figure, I would say. Um, um, well, I kind or of... Or just as a friend. I Well, I kind of agree with the way Philip phrased it to Elizabeth in the show. He's called it a companionship. Companionship, yes. Um, I mean, I can see why Elizabeth in the show, uh, you know, took it a certain way based on the past. Yes. Um, you know, but um, I yeah, I also didn't get didn't entirely get that vibe um, of that happening, but I can see why that people would have seen mm. that. Although when he was defend, when he was defending himself to Elizabeth, apart from saying that it was a companionship, he didn't really do much for his cause in saying, Oh no, we, you know, I, nothing has ever happened between us in, in a romantic sense. Like he never strictly says that he no. keeps it very, he doesn't say it it's did happen vague. sort of vague. Yeah. He, he doesn't say it did happen, but he, he doesn't say it do- didn't happen either. So it's, yeah. it was just, yeah, he, he, did, he wasn't helping himself. I didn't think, but then again, I don't, I didn't think he was guilty, but no, neither did I. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting story. Yes. Line. Very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so moving down a generation, uh, portraying Prince Charles this season, we have uh, the very talented Dominic West. Oh my gosh, what an amazing man. <laughs> oh, wasn't he awesome? So good. <laughs> he was so good. He um, made Prince Charles likeable. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I kind of missed Josh O'Connor's performance because he was stunning Mm. um and he looked the part too that's the only thing that works against uh dominic west is the fact that he doesn't really look like charles Mm. i mean they you know they you can dress him up like him give him a wig that you know looks very charles-esque and he he can pull that off and he had the voice right um but he doesn't look much like him but it's Mm. all in the performance yeah as you can see yeah Um, with the hand in the pocket like a lot of the time perfect um, and you know, just Smith. a little bit hunched over. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he was, he was very good. Um, very complicated, uh, Charles. Cause as you said, you know, there's, there are moments in this series where you have, you feel bad for him. Mm. You have sympathy for him. He goes through the ringer. Um, I mean, one could say he deserves it <laughs> <laughs> because he cheated on his wife. Yeah. Um, but that being said, he didn't deserve the public humiliation that he suffered. Yes, this is true. So, and that was brutal. I can't believe how much of that conversation, the the quote-unquote tampon gate that we heard, <laughs> I couldn't believe they played so much of it. 
my goodness. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, you didn't know about no. that? I had uh, no idea. I, I see, obviously, I don't remember it happening when it did when I was a kid, but I remember hearing about it as an adult and going, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's something else. <laughs> I mean, good for good for you both. Good for you both. Yeah. But the yeah, I just it's it is awful that the whole world had to hear it. Um, mm. So yeah, but I enjoyed the way that that episode plays out. Um, so but yeah, he's really good. He's very very good. I I, I liked him. Do yeah. You have, do you have any additional thoughts on Dominic? No, Lost? I just he was he was great. He's so good. I so really <laughs> enjoyed the the way he performed as as Prince Charles. Yeah, it's just it was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now I want to go and see what other things he, he's been in so I can oh, go watch them. <laughs> you should absolutely watch um, a movie called um, Pride. If Pride, you, okay. It, it might still be on Netflix. It was one of my quarantine movies that I finally watched. Uh, coincidentally, also starring Imelda Staunton. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in, a, in a role that is, again, nothing like... Um, What's her face? Umbridge. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Highly recommend Pride. It's based on true story mm-hmm. um, uh, about uh, a group of, you know, gay men in the 80s in England living in a small town and having to kind of, well, some of them are in London, some of them are in the small town and it's just kind of like fighting for their place in society and, you know old ways versus new ways and yeah but and it's a complete feel-good time it made me cry in certain parts um because it's you know about gay men in the 80s and we all know what happened to gay men in the 80s yeah very very sad um but pride is a beautiful movie a beautiful beautiful film um you should definitely watch it and dominic west is outstanding in it um i really enjoyed him in it okay yeah um, cool. Shall we move on to our next performer? Yes. So, um, here, ladies and gentlemen, we have Elizabeth Debicki as Princess Diana. Wow. I can't believe in 12 months I've seen three people play her. <laughs> Literally in 12 months. Emma Corrin, Kristen Stewart, and now Elizabeth Debicki. I uh, yes, I haven't seen the other. You haven't seen the Kristen Stewart film. No, I haven't. Yeah, Kristen Stewart did a fantastic job. She got an Oscar nomination for a reason. However, Elizabeth Debicki, wow, wow, yeah, 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 crushed it. Um, nailed the voice, nailed the mannerisms, nailed just the essence of Diana, mm. and brought like a you know a very complex sort of deep take on her and what might have been going on inside her mind during mm. this most turbulent time of her life. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know. And this, just this defiant Diana too, because, you know, Emma Corrin was very much the innocent, naive Diana, yeah. the young Diana. Um, and then here we have, uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who's more, you know, you know, has suffered and is now coming out on the other side. Um, mature. And she's matured. She's grown a mm. lot as a person. And, you know, and she's just wanting, like, she just 
out, outrightly hates the royals. Yes. Wants nothing to do, really, with a lot of the, the you know, stuff, the pomp and circumstance anymore and knows that the marriage with her and Charles is a farce and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot to her performance and I, I absolutely loved it. And just watching side-by-side clips of her in the, the pan- panorama interview. Wow. I don't know if you've seen a side by side. No, I haven't. Oof. She must have been studying. Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. It's just, yeah, so impressive. Uh, yeah, give her all the awards. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I agree. She did such a wonderful job as Diana. Mm-hmm. I pretty much believe the fact that she's Diana. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, the way that she's always got her head down but her eyes looking up. Yeah. When she speaks. Yeah. Holy crap. Like. It's cool. It's not like when you, I don't know what that is. When you're, when you're looking down, it's a very vulnerable sort of a position. It is. But then gazing up at the same time just gives that sort of like a little bit more power. It is. It is a, yeah, it is kind of an intense gaze Mm. to do. If you're looking down and looking up sort of thing. Your yeah. down, but your eyes are up. Yeah. I can't think of a, an appropriate word for it, but yeah, intense, powerful yes. kind of a, yeah. Yeah, very much so. And yeah. just, man, she is tiny. Elizabeth Debicki, holy crap. She's, she's skinny. She's not tiny. That is my only critique. Okay. Is she's too tall. Yeah. Elizabeth- I kind of, I kind of. I didn't know whether or not Diana was going to, was that was actually that tall. Diana was not. I don't believe Diana was that tall, because um, Elizabeth Debicki is six foot six feet, I believe. Um, she's almost like Gwendolyn Christie height, mm. um, but not that tall. Um, she yeah, Diana wasn't short, but she wasn't that tall. No, was she around Charles's height? Let's let's go to Google. Mr. Google, um, please tell us. How <laughs> tall was Princess Diana? Oh. Okay, she's five five ten. Wow. So she's She's a tall lady. Just taller than me. She's about the same height as my sister. Yeah. I think. No, she's taller than my sister. Yeah. Wow. She's yeah, because I'm taller than your sister and she's taller than me. I'm one seventy five. Yes. So and okay. Di- and Di- Diana was one seventy eight, and same height as Charles, apparently. Okay. Quite, according to this, uh, according to Google, so yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so like I said, Diana was was tall mm. for a woman, but not that tall. So that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it sometimes. Mm. Especially there's one scene, um, the scene that apparently never happened was when um, Diana can like went to. Um, Queen, the queen to be like this interview is about to happen oh that okay. yeah that yeah. scene apparently never happened in real life okay um at least as to our knowledge but um that scene was very jarring in terms of the height because Imelda is so short and Elizabeth's so tall there's this shot that there's this like two shot that happens where Diana Diana's in the background Elizabeth is in the foreground but the the height difference between them is so obvious that like the camera stops, the frame stops, like, you know, I don't know, about two, three inches below Elizabeth's chin. Mm-hmm. And then the top of the frame is the top of Diana's head. Like it just, I don't know. 
it was a bit jarring. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But then, and then, but then Elizabeth Debicki too. You you are correct. She's very um, slender. Yes. But Diana was also very slender. She was. So yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway. Man, she looked amazing in the revenge dress. The revenge dress. <laughs> yes, Queen Slay. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. That was. It was so good. What a great recreation. Yes. How how fantastic! I love that that scene Ugh. that that shot of Such her w- walking through in that dress, and I'm like, oh, she looked stunning, absolutely gorgeous. Oh, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I have no words. <laughs> I have no words. Yes. Um, okay, a couple of more players I want to touch on before we move on to our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Leslie Manville as Princess Margaret. Yeah. I really liked her. Um, I will say I think I prefer Helena and her yeah. her take on the character. Um, I didn't fully buy Leslie Manville as the older version of Helena Bonham Carter, um, but that is what is. Yeah. Um, that being said, her performance was amazing. Mm. Um, and there's a moment I will talk about shortly um, that brought me to tears. And it was a monologue she gives in an episode. And, um, yeah, I was floored. Um, I, so I enjoyed her performance quite a bit. I thought she was lovely. I just, it, she didn't, casting wise, I don't think she completely worked for the character. I don't no. know. What did you think? Um, I, I kind of agree in the sense that I don't think she was old enough to be the older version of mm. Princess Margaret. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, maybe, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's just because she's supposed to... She's younger than Elizabeth. Yes, Margaret yeah. was younger. So Otherwise, Margaret would have been queen. True. <laughs> uh, uh, she still looked like... Even though she's supposed to look younger than Elizabeth, she still... She looked a little bit older than her, to be honest. Oh. Just from what I could sort of gaze at. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't that's kind of that. how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, she still had a little bit of sauce to her. She did. There uh, was a little bit of sauce. Yeah, and, and I, I and I did enjoy that. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah, I don't think we, we didn't really get to see her as much in this season as we had in the past seasons. No. So that's true. It's it's kind of hard to sort of compare mm-hmm. um but i'd still enjoyed the performance she gave um mm. but yeah it just yeah not not a lot to go off okay yeah that's fair enough yeah uh, and lastly i just wanted to touch on um johnny lee miller as john major the prime minister through the bulk of this season um yeah he was awesome um i yeah i've, I've you know seeing real life pictures and footage of the actual John Major, I think he did a very good job Mm -hmm. bringing him to life. Um, Apparently a lot of his stuff in this season was kind of embellished, like truths were embellished or things were made up to kind of, you know, have him in it more, I think. I can't give any specific examples because I learned this a couple of weeks ago and Mm -hmm. it's out my brain. Um, But that aside... um, yeah, I yeah I, I really enjoyed his performance. I kind of I found it really interesting that he kind of went from a sort of a rocky start in the first episode with like denying the queen the money to to save Britannia, you know, um, 
which he was in his right to do so, I think, because that whole thing kind of just came off to me as like, why should you make the public pay for your shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of saw it as like a, you know, the rich just get richer sort of a thing, you know, whatever, entitled bullshit. I I know the, the literal kings and queens of our, you know, sovereignty, whatever, but... Yeah, I don't think that entitles you to make people... Not in this day and age. And that was the whole argument of this entire season, obviously, is yeah. whether or not the monarchy is still relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, so so he gets off to a bit of a rocky start there. But then as the season goes on, he becomes one of the Queen's closest confidants, I think. Yeah. Uh, which, which is shown quite nicely towards the end when he asks... Uh, Oh, sorry, she asks John Major to intervene with the divorce. Yes. Um, with Charles and Diana. He's a very calm person. Yeah. Very, um, like, compared to the past prime ministers that we've seen, he wasn't the type of um, prime minister that would uh, have outbursts or that would be very angry after a conversation no. with the queen. Not a lot of drama no. with him, which I suppose is really refreshing and a good, a good balance for the season considering the Royals are giving us all the drama. So yes. we don't need any drama out of our politics. Yeah. The only thing I will say about, um, John major is that I felt bad for him about his relate, his own relationship. Mm. The fact that he had to be the mediator in a Royal divorce. a lot. And then to find out that he's also having marriage issues. Yeah. Oh man. Mm -hmm. My heart broke a little. Mm. Yeah. It was a little shitty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. A good point but yeah johnny lee miller fantastic job. oh he did a wonderful job yeah. i it's the moment i saw him come on and i'm just like oh, yay <laughs> I, I i love johnny miller lee miller he's a he's a really great actor he is yeah he's awesome he's very very awesome okay so those are the main main players um if we go and talk about every cast member we'll be here <laughs> for three hours yeah um so into the episodes now. So we have, um, we're not going to do deep dives in each episode. We're just kind of do a broad strokes, mm-hmm. but, uh, episode one was Queen Victoria syndrome. Um, synopsis reads a much needed update to the Royal yacht draws scrutiny to the queen's reign hounded by the press. Charles and Diana have a second honeymoon in Italy. Um, episode two, the system Prince Philip offers his support to a grieving family member Keen to snatch a scoop, a tabloid journalist approaches Diana about a tell-all book. Episode 3, Moo Moo. I have to say it like that. <laughs> uh, in 1946, an Egyptian, street, an Egyptian street vendor finds inspiration in the abdicated King Edward. Years later, he eagerly tries to integrate into British high society. Uh, episode 4, Annus Horribilis. Between a fire at Windsor Castle and tensions in her children's marriages, the Queen commemorates and reassesses her 40 years on the throne. Episode 5, The Way Ahead. Faced with the fallout of an intercepted call with Camilla and the consequent uh, kickback to his marriage, Prince Charles must navigate a scandal. Episode 6, Ipatiev House. Eager to lead a newly democratic Russia, President Yeltsin tries to win the Queen's support while she navigates new rifts in her marriage with Philip. 
Episode 7, No Woman's Land, as BBC's Martin Bashir goes to great lengths to secure an interview with Diana, the lonely princess finds purpose and warmth in a London hospital. Episode 8, Gunpowder. The Queen spends quality time with Prince William. On Guy Fawkes Night, fireworks make for a perfect distraction from Diana's BBC interview. Episode 9, Couple 31. The Princess of Wales contends with the repercussions of her statements. The Queen asks the Prime Minister for his help in a delicate family matter. And the last episode, episode 10, decommissioned. After heightened public scrutiny, Charles forges a new alliance in Hong Kong. Muhammad Al-Fayed offers his support to a newly divorced Diana. Cool. So, those are our episodes. Fulia. Yes. Do you have a favourite? Um, I have to say, I really enjoyed, uh, I believe it was episode... Uh, seven? Episode seven. That is No Woman's Land. Yes. So that's, yeah, Bashir's trying to get Diana to be interviewed. Sorry, episode eight. Oh, okay. Episode eight, Gunpowder. Gunpowder. That's the one I really liked. When the interview happens. The interview happens. Yeah. And then it gets broadcasted Mm -hmm. on the BBC. And the queen is out watching Swan Lake. Sorry, not Swan Lake. Uh, it was a performance of um, what was that singer? She was singing. Oh, um, oh, I know the song. Shit, it was just in my head. Yeah. Mm. One night only. One night only. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> That's the one. I had a Eurovision song stuck in my oh. head that sounds similar. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yes. So the yes, the Queen's watching a performance um, and it, there's this beautiful singer uh, singing. Yes. For lack of a better phrase. Um, one night only. And it's kind of edited together really nicely. Yeah. The fact that, you know, it sort of cuts between her and Philip watching the performance while the interview's happening yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like an interesting sort of, I'm going to say juxtaposition. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was, and the fact that we saw other members of the Royal family actually watching the interview Mm -hmm. at that time as well. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like also fireworks going off. Yeah. Cause it was Guy Fawkes night. Um, it was interesting about the dates as well. Mm -hmm. I, I love that they touched on the the whole idea of the dates. And then we go into the classroom where William at, her, at his boarding school. Yeah. And the topic that they're talking about is about treason <laughs> and traitors and Guy Fawkes night being November 5, where she went, that's the night that she does the interview. Yeah. And then the day that it goes out, get broadcasted is the... Is it the anniversary of the Queen's coronation? No. No. It's... What is it? It was a... It was a... It was a important date. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure... It had something to do with the Queen. Okay. It was celebrating the Queen... Oh, her reign. It was her... Uh, it was a celebration of her reign. That was that particular date. Okay. Um, in In November. Right. Um, and that's why she was out watching a performance. Okay. See, I can't remember the that part of it it's been a while for me i i just watched it last night you so did that, that's so, why so you're correct it's fresh yes uh, <laughs> excellent yes uh and 
yeah, and it was just interesting that that's the way that they wanted to do that. To do that, yeah. and I thought, oh no, she's committing treason. This is not good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, that it's it just really um, really grabbed my attention for that particular episode, and I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is big drama. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was definitely big drama. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good uh, episode, that one. Yeah, and then the following morning, it was all over the newspapers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her face was all over the newspapers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And she said something about Charles, and I forgot the actual quote that she mentions in the interview about Charles, about the fact that he wasn't really fit to be king. Oh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what she says either. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she does kind Mm. of uh, share some sentiments to that nature that, you know, she doesn't really think... Well, she says says outrightly that she doesn't... This is before the divorce goes through, um, that she will never be queen. Yes, this is true. So, um, but, yeah, I can't remember exactly what she says about Charles. Yeah. Um, and that was like the the main quote that was the title of half the tabloids that were on the newspapers. Yeah, like it was that or it was um, three of us in this marriage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The, you know, bringing in Camilla into it. And it was just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It's just, I had like this sort of stuff I don't remember from no. when I was a kid. No, I don't either. Or the, the I think the only thing that I remember is the one thing that hasn't happened yet. And I don't know whether it's actually going to be seen, uh, like visualized into the show. Um, her death. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, it will be in the show. Yeah. Um, but, <sighs> and I was kind of waiting for that. But then I, the, then the way that they ended the season, I was like, okay, maybe it's happening next season. It is. A lot of us were expecting this season to conclude with her death, but yeah. it didn't happen. That no, way, no. Which is very interesting. Yeah. But no, Gunpowder was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think second to that, uh, I'm going to say was uh, Mumu. Okay. Where we meet uh, Muhammad Al-Fayed yes. and his son Dodi. Yes. Um, that was also really interesting because I had no idea that he became this prolific sort of well-known person um, up uh, up until a certain point. And then, yeah, it was just, it was really interesting that he tried to mimic, um, you know, the royals Mm -hmm. in a way that, because that's what he wanted. He wanted the the riches. He wanted the royalty treatment, the royal treatment, all that sort of stuff. Uh Um, He was a big royalist. Yeah, and I did not expect that. No, I wasn't aware of that no. myself. So, yeah. Yeah, that was sort of my second favorite episode. Okay. Um, sort of honorable mention to that. I really enjoyed that episode as well. And nice. The, the, the way that he ends up getting to that point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Um, just on um, those two episodes you mentioned, I just wanted to say... Uh, oh, what was I going to say about... Oh, yeah. So, I am very pleased that The Crown did portray Martin Bashir in a negative light. <laughs> I was very happy with that as a Michael Jackson fan. Um, <laughs> that made me happy. They showed him forging the um, bank statements yeah. to gain her trust, uh, which actually happened. So um, that was portrayed accurately. 
Um, so I'm glad that they, they really showed us just how he manipulated things mm. to get the interview. Yeah. Um, really awful. <laughs> I agree. Uh, really, really like, And then the moment that, uh, that Diana's brother started to get sus of him, mm. she brings it up. He make, he makes one hell of a cover. Mm. He was sneaky. Very. Anything for Oof. the interview, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Bad, mm. bad, 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 bad. Um, and then on, um, Mumu, um, yeah, I didn't know really anything about Muhammad Al-Fayed. I didn't really know about Dodi and the, his involvement in the film industry. The fact that he was a produce, producer of Chariots of Fire. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> I did not know that. That was crazy. Yeah. Even went to, I didn't believe it so much to the point that I had to go to IMDb to look up Chariots of Fire just to see if his name was there. And it was. And I was like, what the hell? That's interesting. Yeah. So he was fully immersed in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I pre-produced a number of films. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a crazy revelation. And yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know about, um, yeah, Muhammad Al-Fayed and his, uh, fascination with the Royals, the British Royals and his willingness to kind of have that lifestyle for himself Mm. and the lengths that he would go to, to get near to the queen, um, was very interesting. Um, and I kind of found it, it was problematic yet sweet that he, looked down upon um Sidney Johnson the um butler of um the uh, king the uh, one the one that abdicated yes 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 i've forgotten his name is it edward the 7th i think um yeah so he yeah so they they introduced us in that episode as well to to um you know to sydney johnson and his story mm. and how at first muhammad al-fayed is all just racist which is yeah so, so interesting considering he's you know he's egyptian but then at the same time i'm sure the egyptians had their own prejudices against the the africans um that i may or may not be aware of i don't know <laughs> humans are very much imperfect creatures um but yeah so i kind of hated that but then as soon as he realized who he was he was like i'm gonna make this dude my best friend um and then they ended up having kind of a loving friendship um that was sawn through until uh, his, Sydney's passing, and that was really touching when he paid his respects to him at the end. Yeah, of the episode, you know. It, but it, yeah, but you're right. It is interesting that in that episode, the way that he starts off as, you know, just making him seem like he's nothing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we wanted to kick him out of whatever that venue they were at was yeah. at the start and then as soon as he realized who he was he was like oh wait <laughs> yeah come closer <laughs> yeah exactly yeah finding out oh you work for the royals okay now i need one now i want to talk to you <laughs> which was really like yeah stupid, but... yeah but it came around by the end i still didn't yeah. completely forgive him for, no. for the racism but <laughs> but that's okay honestly that 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 character muhammad al-fayed um i i'm just He's such a sneaky bastard. He li- he is, which is I also kind of had trouble with only in the fact that that at the start of that episode where you see his younger self and how kind of charismatic and 
almost heroic he seems Mm. and um you know and very just charming and then you flash forward and he's an old slightly bitter man who kind of wants his way or the highway and it seems a little far removed from the idealistic charmer that we just spent five ten minutes with yeah i don't know that was interesting to me um yeah but anyway one thing i will just want to Correction mm-hmm. on the title. It's Momo because Momo. it's Muhammad, so Mo. Momo. Oh, okay. Momo. Yeah. Momo. Okay, thank you. That's okay. I appreciate it. I just it. reminded myself as I well. Say Mumu. <laughs> Momo. Momo. Yeah. Thank you. That's okay. Um, all right. So, my favorite episodes. Yes, your favorite episodes. So, um, my two favorites. I mean, Gunpowder gets an honorable mention. Um, just for how it quote unquote explosive it was. <laughs> Stop it. Um, no, but, uh, and then a very strong, um, honorable mention has to go, uh, to Anis Horribilis. Yep. That is the episode that's a very close second for me. Um, just because this was, I think one of the moments that a lot of people were looking forward to seeing how the crown was going to tackle it. And it's so interesting that people have responded kind of the, very divisively to the way that, that Annas Aribulus had been, like this, I talked about earlier, the speech, they changed the speech for some reason, um, for dramatic effect, I guess. Um, um, but for, you know, an episode with that title that focuses on how bad 1992 was for the Queen with, you know, Windsor Castle almost completely burning to the ground and... Um, her all of her kids getting separated. I didn't actually realize that they all separated the same year. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Um, or three of the four kids anyway. But um, yeah, the episode doesn't like focus on all of that stuff as much as I expected it to, because it actually throws in uh, the 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 most Margaret we get. Yes. And it's in this episode. Yes, this is true. Because um, we don't, like you said before, we don't really get, Margaret doesn't have a lot to do this season because mm. I suppose there's not really that much happening. But in this episode, we get, um, I just, the romantic in me, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was floored. Um, it was beautiful. It to, was. To see Margaret and Peter Townsend reunited. Um sort of true sort of untrue apparently okay like there are parts of it that are true and there are parts of it that aren't true um but yeah he did and he did he did die a couple years after as well okay so that's yeah that's obviously true but um no but just watching just these two lovebirds rekindle and bring back the spark from the first season of the show Seeing Vanessa Kirby again, briefly in you know flashbacks. Yes, I think it was reused footage. I don't think there was new footage in no, this. No, I don't think so. But that was really cool. Um, but and this was the the moment where we kind of saw Leslie Manville really go full Margaret. You know, you could buy the fact that she was adjacent to the Helena Bonham Carter version of the character in this because she was being that party girl. She was being that flamboyant character that margaret was known to be um and that was really cool Mm. and just 
but just seeing the two of them together and dancing and the fact that they cast bloody Timothy Dalton. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't care how old he is. Swoon. Yes. He is dreamy. Um, oh my God. <laughs> that was just heart stopping. I adored everything about it. Um, and then the episode kind of came together for me, culminated in just like it went from the highest highs of this love to just devastation because of Margaret realizing that <laughs> despite what happened with Peter Townsend and the fact that uh, the queen denied them be together because of, uh, you know, him being divor- like because of divorce and stupid marriage shit. Yeah. Church of England, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, now we come 40 years later, as, as Margaret says, and, um, and, uh, Elizabeth is letting Anne, uh, marry, um, a, a divorced man. Well, not so much allowing more so she, her hand was forced because Anne was like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to do it anyway. Which I find so fascinating only because <sighs> Margaret was so close to doing that it's almost kind of like why didn't she just do that anyway then yeah kind of thing i agree it's so interesting it is but you're right the way that it's portrayed in the show is like Anne just really puts her foot down she's like i love this man i don't care mum. i'm marrying him yeah i'm going to marry regardless of what, like you know yeah screw, screw the rules yeah i'm gonna marry him because the queen says no yeah she's like no you can't marry him um but then she lets it happen and then Margaret is devastated. And then Leslie Manville gives the top-notch performance of of her character this season and just one of the highlight highlighting scenes for me was just her breaking down and yelling <laughs> at crying, you know, yelling crying at at, at her sister mm. for not being able to, you know. And I love the fact that like Elizabeth is like I denied you as your queen, not as your sister. And then Margaret's like, it's, but that's not the point. It's the fact that it happened at all. Yeah. It's the prohibition itself. She says, mm. you know, um, I, I rewatched the scene before you came over and I cried again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I would because yeah. I didn't have the full context, but Leslie Manville's performance was that good. I yeah. was, crying again i was like oh jesus it was so powerful and so beautifully done and just heartbreaking yeah definition of heartbreaking so um yeah anis harubilis uh is is a close second favorite episode Mm. out of the 10 uh but my favorite episode actually is um epatia of house and this is because um of the exploration into the assassination of the Romanoff family. Yeah. Um, uh, now, since I was a kid and I first saw the uh, animated film Anastasia, which is my favorite animated movie of all time, um, technically now a Disney movie, which is very interesting, um, which kind of tells a fairy tale version of, of what happened. Mm where Anastasia actually survives and um, is reunited with her grandmother. And it's all very lovely. Um, Didn't happen. She died. (laughs) Um, But 
in and then in in this so in this episode of The Crown, we actually see they actually and I was actually kind of pissed off at first because I don't want to I don't want to see the Romanovs get murdered again. Like I've it's been done in a, a lot of other different mm. things, um, so I wasn't really looking forward to watching it. But the way that they did it, it was so brutal, yeah, visceral, and realistic, and harrowing. Like I was not expecting that. Yeah, did you know? No, about any of that stuff. A lot of the things that happen in royalty, I don't really know too much about. I don't pay too much attention to it. Yeah. Um, but and if something comes up that's really big, then I might look into it. Right. But I don't really remember much that happened in the nineties at all. So I have well, no idea. Well, I'm talking. Okay. Well, I'm specifically talking about like the um, when the Russians were assassinated in the 1910s. Like the oh, Romanov no. family. You didn't, no. you didn't really no know. No idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all new. This is very new information. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that was really devastating to kind of watch that. But, and it was so, it was sickening. Like, yeah, it, they did it in a really powerful way of just showing just the, I, it almost felt like a pointless loss of life. Like you could feel that not only, I mean, yeah, they were royalty, but they were humans. Yeah. And these were children that they were killing. Women, children, like, relatives, just yeah. whole family wiped out. Like, yeah. Insane. Insane. Absolutely insane. The, the really interesting thing, uh, and this is the part I didn't know. I didn't actually know that, um, they were related to the Windsors. Like I, the whole, the fact that, um, the, uh, the Tsar Nicholas was mm. a cousin of um, Queen Elizabeth's grandfather, George V. Yes. Um, I didn't know they were related. Mm. So I found that really interesting. And the fact that they had a really strong friendship apparently in real life, which kind of the way that they play it in the show is like, um, why didn't why didn't George come to the rescue and give them yeah. asylum? You know, um, and I did a little bit of digging after it because I was like, I don't understand why they would turn the other way. But then the, the way that they explain it in the show about how the Tsarina was, uh, who was a relative of Philip's, um, which I, again, didn't know that. Um, yeah, the fact that she was kind of aligned with the Germans at the time and they were in the middle of World War One against mm, Germany and yeah. it was all very bad, bad, bad. So that makes a lot of sense. That was kind of pretty much mm. where that kind of came from. Um, but in any event, um, that was all really fascinating. And then I had no idea as well that the Romanov remains were not found until the 90s and that Prince Philip had something to do with it. I didn't know any of that stuff. Like I... I <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know any of that stuff because I, I feel like I would have, unless I just got, I don't know, it fell out of my brain. But it was just really fascinating that, like, they were at a time with technology in the 90s that they could use ancestral DNA to identify the remains of that family mm. and give them an actual proper burial. Um, and it kind of coincided really interestingly with um, Boris Yeltsin becoming the first democratic uh, first democratically elected president of Russia uh, post the fall of the Soviet Union and having him come to Buckingham Palace and and then having this whole debate over whether or not to bury the Romanovs 
uh, give them a proper burial. We have to wait for them all to be identified and all of this stuff. Like it was all, I kind of really liked all the way it all played out. And, um, and I <laughs> pissed me off when, um, Yeltsin was like bad talking the queen yeah. in Russian. Yeah. Oh, that was gross. Yeah. And I hated that as well. I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably accurate, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was, that I was, was I was, I was half expecting Elizabeth to turn around and be like, I understood what you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice. Um, but yeah, regardless. Um, yeah, I found it a really interesting and fascinating historically. Like it was probably the most historically fascinating episode of the whole series or season rather. I think I, mm. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, so my favorite episode, yeah, is a party of house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely a very, very powerful episode. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite episode? Do we have? Um, I don't know. Not really. I don't. I don't think so. I re- I enjoyed this season, so I don't really have a least favorite. And it's hard to kind of pinpoint a least favorite only because I like. I mean, I know you binged the back half, but I binged most of it. Mm. And a lot of it kind of blends together in certain parts. Yeah. So it's... And there are a lot of really great moments, so it's kind of hard to discern what a, what a, where the bad episodes are, mm. if there are any. Yeah. Or the ones that we don't like so much. So, I don't know. I mean... I... If I had known we were going to get a whole episode dedicated to the, the essen- essentially the origin story of um, Muhammad and Dodie, I like I probably would have been more okay with it because I don't know when I was watching, I was like waiting for it to cut back to the royals, mm. but then it doesn't. It just focuses on them the whole time. Yeah. Um. So I liked that episode by the time it was done, but going into it, I was like, oh, okay, interesting that we're doing this. Yeah. Um. I will say just on that too, I really enjoy, that's what I was going to say before, um, Muhammad and Diana at the end, when they're they're repeating those words to each other, like they're saying the words the, the, twice, they're saying words twice <laughs> and it's their thing. Oh, I thought that was really, really cute. Yeah. That was really, really cute. Um, yeah, I don't honestly don't know if I can think of a, of an episode that I didn't really like or like a least favorite no. episode really. Um, yeah, there's, and they're all pretty good. There's, yeah, again, we have our standouts, we have our favorites, but, um, yeah, I can't think of any least. No, I don't really have a least favorite. They all were really, really good, Mm -hmm. um, and very entertaining to watch and very Mm. informative as well. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, is there anything else that you learnt about the royal family that you didn't know before? Uh... Oh, it's hard to sort of pinpoint them now after watching it all. Um, but the like just the ones that I've already mentioned mm-hmm. before, like no idea about um, you know, Muhammad Al Fayed, uh the fact that he got to the point where he actually got to meet the royals. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Mm. Um so that that was definitely something that, like a lot of the stuff that happened in this season I had no real clue about. Okay. Um, so it was a lot of it was new information to you. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't like, 
I think the one thing that I didn't know about that I didn't really like was the um, the continue like the continued relationship between Charles and Camilla um, while before they even signed the papers of divorce. Yeah, uh, that upset me a little bit. That's fair. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're shit. still married. Yeah. Why are you going off? with her yeah um so that that kind of you know pissed me off a little bit uh but yeah i had no like no idea that that relationship continued when they started to sort of go their separate ways Mm. um yeah it was interesting and i can't and i felt bad for the kids i really felt bad for the kids because especially william he could feel the tension um and played so well um, by that young actor, um, um and West. Cena West. Oh my Who goodness! Who is Dominic West's son? Who? He's Dominic West's re- real life son. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that worked out well, didn't, didn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> he did a very good job, didn't he? He did such a great job of just showing the anxiety and the stress on um, knowing what's going on with his parents. Yeah, and that kind of teenage secondhand embarrassment. Because those phone conversations he was having with Diana. Compared to the conversations he's having with his grandma. Yeah. Like, as well. he, he feels more sort of comfortable speaking to her than with his own mum. Yeah. Which was freaking fascinating for me. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, but also very sad. It was very to sad. To find out that, you know, her Diana's son can't even speak to her because he knows how much... Um, how how much of a pain she's becoming to the family? Yeah, yeah, because he's you know because she, because <clears throat> a lot of the stuff that's happening is all publicized. It is, and yeah. He doesn't like that. Yeah, well, it's like you know how if you're a teenager, you wouldn't want anyone to know about not only your your family business, but like the falling out of your parents' marriage. And, and infidelity is going on. Much less a royal one. Exactly. So it's like... Because that's yeah. always going to be all over the news. Yeah, that's, well, that's every, it. All, every move they make is in the news. Yeah. So especially for you know a kid at his age who still has to go to school and be educated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious as to why boarding school. Like why... Why did he go to Eton? Why is it boarding school that they they end up sending their their kids like the royal kids? I don't like, just, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I think it's just British tradition. Mm, I don't know. It's more maybe maybe it's just the fact that being a royal is already hard enough to then look after your children. But you'd have nannies surrounding you, and you'd be able to have yeah, educators come and homeschool them and stuff. I think it's more of a coming of age. Maybe. You know, because they don't get to have that kind of normal, really, upbringing with normal schools. Mm. Um, so then, you know, they go to they go to a private school, then they can, le- they can leave London and they can go somewhere that they don't own, I don't think. I don't think the royals own Eton. No. But, like, they can go somewhere and they can be immersed in this world of school. Yeah. And making friends and this culture of this, you know, where they are. And yeah. it's just a completely different experience than what they've had. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's just the road to manhood. 
I for, suppose. For the royal family. I, yeah. That's how I kind of see it. And it's also interesting because of um, from our sort of generation of seeing William and Kate and their kids um, going to, I'm going to say they're private sort of schools. Probably. Um, but they're seen taking them, like taking their kids there. Yeah, more modern. More, yeah, very approach. modern. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. No. Seen C- West did a great job. Yeah, he he was William. he was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can't wait. Definitely, I think I can speak for both of us. We can't wait for season six, even though it will be the last season. Mm, I'm sad um, it's going to be the last. Season. I'm sad it's gonna it's gonna end, <laughs> but you know it it means we can go back and rewatch. Um, because yeah, at the end of the season, we got our, our first taste of um, Tony Blair. Mm-hmm. Played by Bertie Carville. Yes. Um, yeah. I do somewhat remember him. I remember. Yeah, I remember as Tony Prime Blair. Minister. I remember yeah. Tony Blair quite a bit. Yeah. Um, he was the f- yeah. He's the first British PM I re- remember. Like I don't remember. John yeah, Ma- same. I don't remember John Major at all. Nah. But Tony Blair, I remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him as this young hotshot PM and he, the conversations with the queen that he has given their age difference. Mm. That's going to be very interesting. I kind of liked how they were setting up Charles as like, cause another one of the things about this season has been like, you know, them trying to have Charles as wanting to go all in on the new way of, you know, the way the world is and not, and be more modern and whatnot. And, you know, all of that stuff to do with maybe the queen should abdicate, blah, 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 which apparently was also exaggerated. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the show. Um, and how he kind of sees Tony Blair as this kind of ally that they could maybe have some sort of partnership mm. to kind of forge together forward for a new Britain, I guess. Yeah. I kind of am looking forward to seeing how that plays out. So, um, yeah. Now, uh, I th- can I just say in that last episode too, the fact <laughs> after Tony Blair becomes um, Prime Minister um, and the, the whole conversation of trying to keep Britannia, mm. <laughs> the fact that you get a new yacht, you can call it New Britannia. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus. Can you be any more lame? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> new, because he new ended up... Using the slogan of what is it, new labor? Yeah, new, new labor, go- new government, new labor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he says it's going to be called new, new Britannia. New Britannia, and I'm like, yeah, no. It was so cheesy, wasn't so- it? <laughs> it was so cheesy. Lord in heaven. And that's why the queen was like, well, I'd sooner rather have the Britannia be decommissioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, boy. Um, I did feel bad for the Queen at the end, you know, the way she's kind of mournfully wandering around the ship. Yeah. In the last episode. Yeah, it was a nice bookend to the season, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, because she said she wanted to go say goodbye in her own private sort of session. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very sad to, to see um, to see her go through it and sort of reliving her own sort of memories, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, it's a, it was a really good season. Really good season. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, definitely not my favorite season. Um, I think my favorite season, I can't, I don't even, I'm going to have to rewatch. Yeah, same. 
a lot of the stuff that happened in the Olivia Coleman seasons three and four, I really liked. Same. Um, so I'm leaning towards either season three or season four mm. being my favorite. But um, but yeah, this season was yeah still still very enjoyable. Still I agree. Very well made, very well performed. Yeah. Give them all awards, please. Mm. Um, yeah, just stunning stuff and how the rest of the story is now going to play out over the course of 10 episodes or less or more, who knows, you know, with what we know. Yeah. Like this, this, this ends the crown season five ends in 1997. That is the last year of Diana's life. We're already there. Yeah. So does she die in episode one? Like, is that, the story I, they're gonna do. I have a feeling she might, <sighs> or maybe episode two. I feel like episode two or three. Yeah. I don't think she's gonna be in. She's definitely, obviously, not gonna be in the whole season. But no. She's gonna die pretty early on. Yes, hundred um, percent. Because if we're already there, uh, there's a high chance that either at the end of episode one, mm-hmm. we get the build up of the crash yeah. before it happens. Yeah, I think so. Or it happens in episode two. Yeah, I kind of like that idea as a, okay, here's our episode one, and it's the final days of Princess Diana's life, or the final months. Mm. And then it ends with them driving into the tunnel. Yeah. And then... That's it. And then episode two is, you know, the whole world reacts. Yep. And Um, then funeral. Yeah. Fuck, it's going to be so hard to watch. Like it's gonna be great. It's gonna be it, it's gonna be incredibly done, but it's it's gonna be fucking sad. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like I don't remember too much of what actually happened. All I remember is the news um, being all over the place of the of the crash that had happened. Um, you know the images of this. I don't know if it was a limousine or if it was... No, a, it wasn't a limo. It was a. It was just like a sedan. It was, it was like a luxury sedan. Sedan, yeah, yeah, that just crashed. All you see is a crashed car, like half crumpled. Yeah. Uh, and they're the main images that I remember. And just Princess Diana has died I, in this car crash. Yeah. And the whole conspiracy of whether or not it was planned by the driver or someone who has you know, got the driver to do it or something like that. Or the fact that the driver was ill and something happened. So that sort of stuff is foggy for me. So I, I want to like, I know obviously it's going to be very exaggerated in the show, but I, I just want to be clarified of what actually happened. I will see that's the thing. I don't even know if we will get clarification. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. Mm. Um, because there are many sides to how it, how her death played out. Yeah. Um, and you know, many conspiracy theories. And one of them of course is that the Royal family were behind it. Yes. I remember one of those conspiracy theories. Yeah. Which I, I don't believe is true, but, um, I understand why people would think that given what Diana did to the monarchy in the years leading up to her death. It's, but I don't think they killed her. Um, but the crown is going to maybe make us think that maybe I feel like the crown is going to play both sides. It's going to play the, the Royals did it or, it, and it's going to play the paparazzi did it 
and it's going to play the the driver was intoxicated because I think he was. Okay. Um, like he wasn't right off drunk, but he was he had alcohol in his system more than he should have. Okay. Um. So. So that means yeah. it's we're still going to be like the details will still be vague. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. They are not. They're going to show us every like if I was them, they they're, they're going to show us every perspective, and leave it up to you to decide to decide what was true absolutely because okay. that's how it is in real life because yeah. we don't definitively know apart from the fact that a guy had too much alcohol in his system shouldn't have really shouldn't have been driving and the paparazzi were chasing them and that caused him to lose control of the car like yeah. that's those are the facts we know for sure yeah but then there's the conspiracies on top of that yeah that we just don't know yeah so the crown will go into it but i don't think they will come down either side yeah. I don't. I don't think they can. It'd be very surprising if they do. Uh, yeah, and especially because it's such a pivotal event of not just in the monarchy, but in in, uh, re- in recent in history, in recent history, yeah. like it was for the whole world. The entire world stopped for days yeah. because of it. Like, and there are so many people that have so many feelings about Diana, regardless of you know if those feelings are good or bad. I mean, it, pretty much everyone loved her, but. You know, there are obviously people that believe she wasn't perfect. And yeah, yeah, she definitely wasn't perfect. No. She didn't deserve to die. But I don't think the crown is going to, you know, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to play it safe in that, in sense of, in a sense of what caused her death. I think they will, they'll be smart and they'll play it safe. But, you know. I mean, they, they changed the Annis Horriblest speech, guys. <laughs> Anything's on the on the table. Yes. But anyway, regardless, it's going to play out in yeah. a very interesting, tumultuous way. And um, so really, really sadistically, I kind of can't wait to watch it. <laughs> it's going to be good television. It really is going to be good television. <sighs> it's going to be another day where the world stops. Yeah, I'm going to hell. Um, <laughs> Question. Um, now that... Di- according to the show now that diana and charles have divorced yeah what, what does that mean that diana's no longer got the title of princess or the duke of uh, sorry the duchess of wales she was princess of wales princess of wales um i actually don't know what her title was before she died um i don't believe she was officially still a princess once her divorce was finalized mm. um but I, I, I'm actually not sure what her tidy title... I mean, she probably went... Maybe she went back to being Lady Diana because she was Lady Diana before. Potentially. Um, before she, you know, married in the family. Mm. Um, into the firm, the system. Yeah. She was... So she was still known as the Princess of Wales, but she was not Her Royal Highness Diana, Princess of Wales. Right. Okay. So she lost the royal part of it, okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but she was still a princess. So that's very interesting. Okay. There you go. Answers. Yes. Thank you. I provide them. <laughs> also Google helped. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah. And then I suppose going into season six too, just to wrap up, we'll, um, they'll also be getting into sadly the deaths of not just Diana, but, um, Margaret and the queen mother. Yes. So that's going to be sad. Very sad. Yeah, especially Margaret, because we love Margaret. We really do. We love her. It's going to be very, very sad. Mm, but but you know. we're really looking forward to it 
Yes. Uh, Can't so wait. season six, I'm going to say probably not until 2024. Um, I don't think they've officially said either way. Um, but there was only a year between four and five, so potentially could be the end of 2023. Yeah. Okay. But who knows? Safe to say it'll be towards it'll that. It'll be, yeah, we're yeah. going to be waiting another year at least. At least. Um, yep. Until the last season comes out. Okay. But yeah, I, I would not be surprised if it got pushed to 2024. Yeah. Because it's the last season, they're going to want to milk it. Oh, for sure. So they want to make sure it's perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we want it to be perfect as well. Yay. For the last time. Mm-hmm. Last season. Okay, well, I I think that's kind of it, isn't it? That's it. I don't think I think we've said everything we need to say. Pretty much. And we've spoken it for a while. So that was great. That was a great episode. It was. Hope you all enjoyed it, listeners. Yes, thank you for listening. Um feel free to contact us on social media if you agree, disagree, or want to um, you know, in all caps yell at us about <laughs> things we may have said incorrectly um, also let us know your thoughts yeah. uh, about the show itself if you've been watching as well and um you know tell us your favorite episodes or scenes or characters yeah 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 exactly give us your review we want yeah. to, we want to hear from you too definitely um yes for the alien productions twitter facebook instagram, instagram. get around it yeah um, all right. Well, before we say goodbye, uh, Fulio, how is your uh, December looking? My December? Well, um, got a few things happening. Um, one, uh, one thing being that um, the Japanese school that I have been attending is having a little Christmas party. Oh, cute. Uh, which is um, something I'm really looking forward to because there's mm. going to be a lot of amazing Japanese performances. Uh, we're going to be eating good Japanese food and mm-hmm. drinking the good Japanese drinks mm-hmm. and um, and just fun overall. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. And I'm taking my best friend Marie with me. Yay. And hopefully she will enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at hopefully getting a traditional yukata to wear. What is a yukata? So it's a kind of like a kimono but it's more casual it's something they wear to festivals and stuff in japan that's cool um so it's a robe Mm -hmm. of sorts Mm -hmm. uh and i really want to at least rent one for Mm -hmm. the day because they look really pretty with with the designs and patterns and stuff Mm -hmm. um but it's i'm finding it very difficult to find a place that actually like Rents provides them, them yeah here in australia that's, especially in melbourne that's fair yeah. yeah so whether or not i'll end up wearing one is you know something that i will let you know <laughs> oh well i hope i hope it works out i'd love to see photos uh but if i do end up finding one they'll they'll be posted all over social media so. excellent <laughs> excellent so that's one thing i'm really looking forward to um i'm also hopefully going to see um, a glass onion in cinemas very soon. Oh, you're gonna go to the movies and watch I'm it? I'm gonna watch it in the cinema. Because nice. I, I I loved Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out's good. I didn't get a chance to see that I uh, on uh, on, the on, big screen. on the big screen. Uh-huh. So now that I know it's dip, that this one's also gonna be on the big screen, I really want to see it. Okay, there. make sure you get in quick because it is. I think I believe it's only playing for a limited time. Limited time because it's gonna yeah. be on Netflix as well. I know. The yeah. only reason it's in cinemas is so it can qualify for Oscars. Oscars. I kind of figured. <laughs> yeah. 
now i know that f- i know that f- to be true now uh, every time i see something that's going to be streaming but is also going into the cinema i'm like ah i know why that's why <laughs> that's why so yeah, yeah I'm, that's exciting i'm hopefully uh gonna go with some friends who are also looking forward to seeing it um but if we can't watch it in the cinema then we'll just go to one one of our houses and just whoever has the biggest tv yeah (laughs) just watch it at their house on netflix (laughs) or if any of your friends own a projector lovely yeah (laughs) i will make a note do that um and i think that's yeah that's pretty much it apart from like work Mm -hmm. um and then christmas Christmas. cherry picking with my best friends that we do every year Yay! which i really love the it's tradition o- my tradition with my best friends it's always a great time and just nice. going out have a nice day pick some cherries eat some cherries and uh come home and watch a christmas movie or two with some pizza that's wonderful yeah it's a lovely tradition to have it's a great tradition <laughs> to have it's very nice yes so yeah, looking forward to a, a great sort of end to the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and work. Yeah. That's but also yeah. a thing. That's also a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Kendall? How's your December looking? My December, yeah, yeah. Um, what's coming out movie-wise? Well, apart from Glass Onion, which I'm also quite excited to see. Um, well, I Want to Dance with Somebody, the Whitney Houston biopic yes. coming out. Yes. Boxing Day. Hopefully that's good. Um, Avatar 2, The Way of Water, is coming out mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Let's cross all our fingers that it was worth the 12-year, sorry, 13-year wait. <laughs> um, I'm sure it will be. Mm. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, and then... Um, Award season starts. Golden Globe nominations are out in two weeks. Ooh. I'm so excited. Exciting times ahead. I know. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Award season, my one of my favorite times of the year. It's finally upon us. Yes. Again. Um, and then the other big highlight uh, for December that I'm most looking forward to. Um, I'm seeing The Killers. <gasps> yes. Enjoy. Thank you. In also in two weeks, um, I believe it is. First yes. time? Yeah. No, this will be my like my f- fourth time. I oh, think. wow. You've seen them quite a bit. I have. You really like them. I really, really like them. They are amazing <laughs> and they are incredible live. Yeah. No, I've seen them. Yeah, I saw them at the, uh, at the pa- I, was that the Palace or the Forum? I think it was the Palace before the Palace went under. Okay. Yeah. Um, not long after I moved to Melbourne, yeah. like back in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I really started getting into them. And then, yeah. And then I saw them for free at the grand final. The, yeah. They played it after show for oh, a free concert. Oh, nice. We went afterwards and that was amazing. And then they came back a few months later, toured. And then that was the third time I saw them. And then, yeah, this show, this tour was supposed to happen two years ago. Ah, yes. T- we know what stopped yeah, it. Yeah, we know what stopped it. <laughs> Tickets literally were about to go on sale in March 2020. And then... Ah, uh, and they decided not to. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So they did the right thing because that way, not, that way their, their customers won't be... Um, you know, chomping at the bit for refunds. We didn't have to, exactly. We didn't have to stress about getting our money back or holding on to tickets or any of that stuff. They were just like, right, we're not just not even going to sell them to you. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And since then they've released an album, but um, they've, this tour is 
not a tour for the new era album. It's a tour for the previous album. So okay. they're, they're still giving us the show, apparently, that we would have seen. Okay. Well, that's um, good. So I'm so excited. Yeah. I love the killers. So that's going to be, that's going to be wonderful. Oh, I'm excited for you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. I also, one other thing I will mention, yes. I can't wait to watch new Christmas movies that'll be coming out this month. There's quite a few of them. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Guardians Christmas special. I've already seen. Uh, I'm going to um, wait until it hits December before I watch that. That's fair. Um, and I, maybe I might see Violent Night. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I don't think... Oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm not sh- I can't think of... some. There might be something else. Oh, I want to watch Spirited. I really want to watch Spirited, yeah. but I don't have Apple Plus. Well, I do. Or Apple TV So you, you might have to come over. All right. And we can watch that together. We watched, we watched the Apple Plus what cri- together. What, uh, the Apple Plus. What, what, <laughs> what Christmas movies are you looking forward to watching? Um. Well, yeah, apart from... um, What was it called again? Night. Starry Night. Starry Night? Spirited. Spirited. Nah, I don't know why. My brain today. It's 10 o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, oh, look, I, I'm just sort of looking forward to, like, I think I might end up watching the Santa Clauses. Even that's already out. I know. Um, oh, the series, the yeah. series. Um, so I'm, I think I might watch that. I'm, I'm wondering whether the Muppet Christmas Carol 4k edition will be yeah, out as well. It will be. It's coming out on the ninth. Yes. So, yes. so I'll definitely um, watch that and look into, um, into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's uh, that one. Um, and yeah, like I know there's quite a different, quite a few different that are coming. Um, I'm I just, I'm blanking on <laughs> which ones oh, they that's are okay. specifically. That's fine. Um, yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. There was some, cause I felt like I was forgetting something, but then again, I don't really pay much attention to Christmas it's, movies cause yeah, well, yeah. um, <laughs> but you know, if I were to like go to the like coming soon category, maybe in, uh, cause I, I just had a look in, um, in, 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 in Disney plus and I couldn't see it in Disney plus. Okay. Um, but maybe it's on Netflix that I'm trying to remember. Um, Dun, 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 dun. Oh, the Matilda musical is coming out on Christmas Day. Ah. Well, so there's not, that. That's not, not a Christmas not movie. Not a Christmas movie. But, but it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Yes, that, that'll be good. Yes. Um, that'll be great. And what else is what else is coming? Yeah. Anyway. Stuff and if I, anyway. If I, if I do end up watching them, you will find out next month. All right. We look forward to it yes. next month. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. That's coming out next week, I think foreshadowing <laughs> you'll find out next month and, and that's, that's a wrap on, on this monthly. monthly yeah remember to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter for the latest fred content if you'd like to listen to fred the alien you can head over to no <laughs> <laughs> I put the script in front of you. And I still can't read. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can you tell it's getting late? Um, If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. You can also find us on Twitch. Uh, was it twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch? Thank you very much. 
Uh, and please feel free to follow, uh, subscribe, like, like all of our videos so you can, you know, just be really friendly. Yes, and, and make sure to hit the bell icon over on the YouTube channel yes. so you can be notified of when and whenever we go live every week with yes. a podcast called Fred. Yes. And for other content that we might have. Yes, very true. You never know yeah. when people might be posting random videos. Yes. These days. Hmm. Mm. Foreshadowing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fully That was a candle. And, and you've just, just experienced the monthly at Winifred's. Thanks for listening. Thank you, thank you. And in case we don't uh, get to talk again before Christmas, have a happy holidays, everyone. Yes. Stay safe, be merry, drink lots of wine, and eat lots of food, and be kind to each other. Yes, Please. yes. And hopefully your Christmas shopping goes well. Yes, good luck. Good luck with all that. And be kind to us. Yes. <laughs> Retail workers have feelings. Retail. <laughs> we are also people. Yes. Yep. Make sure to look after yourself and your mental health as well. <laughs> yes. Please. Please do. Most important. Most important. Thank you Thank for Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.